Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Henry Kaminsky. Henry, you are known as the brand doctor. You've you've achieved quite the notoriety uh, in the industry. Uh, you've had some great awards, for example, winning the Two Comma Club uh, Award uh, and kind of the ClickFunnels World. So congratulations on that. And you are the founder and CEO of Unique Designs. And that is on the web at uniquedesigns with a Z.net. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for having me, buddy. I really appreciate it. I'm excited for today. So, Henry, why branding? So, this is something that you got into how long ago? Oh, my God. So, I started as a freelance designer, graphic designer, 13 years ago, uh, kind of by accident. I was working at a local hospital and... Uh, it was funny. I was cleaning coffee pots when I first got out of college there. You know, I, I got anything that I possibly could right out of school because I wanted to work. I have a strong work ethic. So I got I got a real base level job at a local hospital and uh-huh. worked up the ranks there and started working in the children's hospital at the Sudden Infant Death Syndrome Center. Uh, and my responsibility there was to create fundraising events for the families in New Jersey that lost a a baby to sudden infant death syndrome. So it was very rewarding, but it was a very sad uh, case. So every event that I would would create, I would need marketing materials for. So one day I cold emailed uh, Danielle Monero from Z100, one of the biggest (laughs) radio stations in the world. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, I'm familiar. And she freaking responded. And she was like, I would be more than happy to help you with this. So she brings me and one of the doctors into the, stu- uh, into the station and she interviews us and she comes to the event and she was helping us promote it. And so one of my buddies at the time was a nightclub promoter. So we wanted to do this event at one of his establishments that he promotes. So he was a graphic designer at the same time. So he helped me develop all the designs so on there. Forget it. It was a Sunday morning early. I go over to his house. He sits me down in front of his computer. We start mapping out this design, and I just got bit by that design bug. Mm. And ever since then, it was it was my calling. And I always knew I was going to help people. My story, yeah. I'm, we won't have to go. We don't have to go back that far. But I always knew I was going to help people. I just didn't know how. And it just so happens that I have uh, this this God-given gift for design and eye for design and branding. And um, I took it and ran with it. And so 13 years later, I built the multi-million dollar design agency literally out of my house. I've never owned a piece of commercial real estate or rented a piece of commercial real estate in my life. And uh, it's been a fantastic journey. Not to say that it wasn't bumpy along the way, um, but why branding about five years into my business, right. I almost went bankrupt. Yeah. Why? I started to get burnt out. Uh, I didn't have a lot of financial intelligence growing up. So every all the money that I made, I spent. And mm. I realized if you want to be a successful entrepreneur business owner, you got to reinvest. 
You got to yeah. save. You got to make sure that you're putting money back into the business. And I wasn't. I was putting more money into me, you know, into vanity than I was actually growing and, and scaling the business. Mm. So that's where I find ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson. Mm. And so I was at close to bankruptcy yeah. and I had a Hail Mary pass. I had no money, but I had credit. That's one thing my father right. taught me. He's like, have good credit. Right. So reached out to Russell's camp and I asked them about his coaching program. And he said, you know, it's a $25,000 investment. I was like, <laughs> you might as well have told me right, that right, was exactly. 50,000 <laughs> right at the time. So I said, is there anything else, you know, that you could offer? And so at the time you had this program, it was small, it was $10,000. And I said, you know what, if you, if you let me pay five now and five over the next couple of months, I'm jumping in. It's yeah. not if this works, it's when this works. Yeah. And so I jumped in and it was crazy. Him and I have our, have our first call uh, and we're both hysterical crying 20 minutes into the conversation. I tell him my whole story. Yeah. And right then and there, he hires me on the spot to help him with his first book, Dotcom Secrets. Oh, wow. What did you do with it? So I didn't do the cover design, right? but I helped him promote it. So all the Facebook ads, all the behind the scenes marketing design that went into that book, that was all me. Wow. Well, you're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's, uh, that's absolutely one of the books that uh, I, I recommend a lot. I mean, it's, oh, it was fantastic. really, really helpful. Fantastic book. But what happened was I realized that design was becoming quite the commodity. Yeah. Fiverr came out, disrupted mm. the marketplace. Uh, I realized that if I didn't level up the value that I delivered to my audience and to my clients, uh -huh. I would be washed up. And, and what happened was I didn't move as fast as I wanted. And I said, you know what? If I can't beat him, I'll join him. I actually became a Fiverr designer because oh, I, was, no kidding. I was in such dire straits yeah. to just keep the lights on. Yes. Right. And I'll never forget it. There was this woman, God bless her soul. She dragged me through. She paid five bucks for a double-sided business card design. Yeah. I spent six hours on that project. Oh. Do the math. Do the oh math. Oh, my gosh. And that was it. That was my life lesson. And I said, I will never be here again. No offense to Fiverr designers. Listen, right. everybody's doing their thing. You got to start and, somewhere. Right? You got to start somewhere. But right then and there, I, I, I said, this will never happen again. And so I studied branding for years. And eventually I linked up with a strategist, worked with him sort of as an apprentice and learned the strategic side of branding and then said, you know what? I'm going to, I can do this. I have the mm. design background. Now I have the marketing background. I have the right. funnel background. I have the, uh, the, the, the branding background. Let's scale up. So I built out my team and now I just focus on strategy and building client, um, building content for the company and my team actually executes all the brand development. Of course. Yeah. So, so um, branding is a, is a term that gets thrown around a lot. And, and I think that the first thing that people go immediately to, is like, okay, well, I'm going to redesign my logo and uh, maybe, you know, my colors and that, that, that they think that that's the brand, right? Uh, but they, go ahead and kind of give us, school us, give us, give us like a, a 60 to 90 second lesson on what branding is, if you could. 
is very maybe it doesn't even need that long. <laughs> yeah, you don't actually. You don't. You know, I, I got I, there's a lot of definitions floating around there. Some very complicated, some very simple. I like to go the simple route, um, but I I've read tons of Marty Newmeyer's books, and the way and Marty Newmeyer is a is a icon in the branding space, uh, and the way he defines branding is what I resonate with the most, and it's that gut feeling people get when they interact with you and your business. Yeah, that's it. And, and so I think a lot of people will start, uh, like let's say they're just, they're, they're, they're scraping total bootstrap, they get into whatever they're doing as a freelancer, and then eventually they, they work their way and they develop a SaaS product, or you know maybe they build out an agency or something of that nature. And I think a lot of us, when we get started, it's you know, everything is MVP. It's just minimum viable product, including our logo. Yeah. And so at, uh, how can branding, and I, boy, I've got some great answers on this myself, <laughs> but how can branding impact our ability to grow our business? Okay. So very great question, by the way. <laughs> the way I break down branding uh, with my clients is a three-step process. And this is where I got the, the the brand doctor name from as well. So much like a awesome physician, they will diagnose the issue first, prescribe mm-hmm. a solution, and then apply that solution as needed. So what I like to do when I'm creating a brand for my clients is discover a few things, okay? Mm. Who is their ideal client? Why is their product or service a best fit for them? Right. Are they articulating the value of what it is that they offer to the point of differentiation? So you're not looking like everybody else and you have a clear sort of section in the market that you own. Um, How do we generate the most revenue? How do we create the relationship between the business and the customers? So I like to look at that as like a two-prong approach. So first, we need to understand them. So I take them through the Brand Accelerator program and I show them how to do that. But we also need to appreciate them. And so how do we do that? Well, we need to create an amazing user experience for them so that they remember us. So I saw this question the other day in the ClickFunnels community and I sort of chuckled as I responded. Um, And somebody said, what's better, an ugly designed funnel or one that's really well put together. Yeah. And everybody started chiming in and people said, I've seen ugly funnels perfor- outperform great funnels. Um, I've seen great funnels, you know, outperform ugly funnels. My question to the man was this. How do you want to be perceived by your audience? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to be. Do you want to look, and there were some really good answers in that thread. One of the men, one of the guys said, um, you know, when I see a ugly funnel, if you will, um, I feel like that particular person that owns that funnel did not put in the effort needed. And I am already skeptical as to, yeah, is that service or product really going to give me the result that I'm looking for? Are they just as lazy with their deliverable as they were putting together that funnel. Yeah. Here's here's my observation on that and that is is that if if you if your branding is at on a scale from 1 to 10 is at a level 2 and you're looking to attract 
level one and two type clients, no problem. It's probably going to work out okay. Um, but I guess my rule of thumb is that, you know, and again, by the way, this has nothing to do with someone's value or whatever. I mean, it's just where they are in business, right? And what I've noticed about myself is, you know, now that, you know, our company's, you know, we're, we're doing very well, very busy, we've got a big team, you know, I have to be very, very, I have to really discriminate in terms of like who I invest my time with. And so one thing I've learned is if I go to someone's website and there's issues and they're using like, you know, that same old stock photo model, like that you see everywhere and they haven't invested in original photography, they're, you know, just, it, it just doesn't feel like it's really ready for prime time. Their copyright still says 2018. Like it's like, these are all little poker tells. Yeah. And it's, it's these poker tells that I think most people, if I, if I look at consumer behavior, consumers have never been more savvy than they are today. And they're looking for these things. And because we're so protective of our time, because we've all, we listen, we're inundated with offers. We're inundated with companies shouting at us saying, we could solve your problem. We can give you, you know, this is, you know, this is going to make you happy. And so as a result, you know, we kind of look at everything with a, you know, a Spock, you know, kind of turned up eyebrow. And so we're just looking for stuff that doesn't add up or doesn't make sense. Or it's like, mm, yeah, maybe not yet. And so, uh, so if you're, tr if you're at a two and you're trying to attract fives, yeah. it's going to be really difficult. Your conversion rate is going to be tiny, in my opinion. Um, now in the argument of ugly funnels work, some, you know, it's like you may have a higher conversion opt-in but I think that the quality, if you look at the quality of who that is, if you're selling a $9 thing, yeah, it probably doesn't matter a whole lot. You're going to, you know, you just survive on ones and twos because there's a lot of ones and twos out there in business. Matter of fact, that's probably, I would guess maybe like 70%, 80% of the market are ones and twos. There are people that are just kicking the tires on this thing, wanting to know if this is going to work for them or not. So there's a lot of those people, but um, if you're truly, I think if you're trying to work with, uh, Henry, if someone's trying to, you know, if, if you're interested in possibly working with someone, you're probably mentally going to put them through the ringers, um, kind of seeing, question, can they solve your problem? Yeah. My question is this, Josh, and I have this as my headline on my website, hmm. the quality of your brand will determine the quality of your client. Oh gosh. Yeah. So my clients really appreciate and value time way more than they actually value money itself. Mm -hmm. And they want to create an experience for their clients that is everlasting. And those folks are really serious about their brand, their reputation, how they're, how they're going to be spoken about behind closed doors. Mm. These are the folks that want to reinvest in themselves because that statement that I just made, you can actually take it a little bit further. So the quality of your brand determines the quality of your clients. The quality of your clients determine the quality of your life. Yeah. 
I'm going to, sir, as Henry, I'm standing up and I'm applauding for you right now because uh, that's just so absolutely true. When, you know, when you're getting started, you kind of maybe don't really know this or you don't know what it takes to attract those higher level clients. And I just had a conversation with someone about this and it's like, I get it at the beginning. You're like, you know, and I would hear this, right, about like, you know, how important it is to work with a high quality uh, client. And I'm like, well, that's great for you. I don't know how to get them. And so, um, you know, what, again, I think our, you know, our thesis for today is, I think a lot of that is based on, you know, obviously you got to be doing a lot of hustle and stuff, but I'm just telling you, if you have a great brand at your back and that's, see, that's what represents you online and brand being inclusive of everything from your headshot to what your your social media cover art looks like to uh you know to even your bio does it resonate with your your why and your mission your purpose and your values does it look like this is all kind of a cohesive statement is it is it easy to figure out who you are um if you've got that yeah i can just tell you from experience Henry, it's just a lot easier to do business. You yeah, just, well, it's like you'll feel like you took the Harry Potter lucky juice, right? You drank the gilly poacher, whatever that stuff is, right? Someone, someone who's listening to us right now knows exactly what that stuff is called. I don't know what it's called, but I just remember that scene in, you know, like Harry Potter, like seven or whatever movie it was. And uh, it was just like, he was just, everything was just charmed for yeah. him. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Let me give you a couple of real life examples. So, to show you how important brand is. Uh, one example, so Russell Brunson, a couple of years back, hired me and my team to take care of ClickFunnels branding from top to bottom, making yeah. sure everything stayed consistent. And so I remember working with him during a phase where the ClickFunnels servers went down. Mm. And people were, there was like hundreds of millions of dollars of ad spend being ran to funnel pages and click funnel servers go down. So people are just like burning money yeah. while that's while click funnels is down. Right. So what does Russell do? He doesn't go and hide under a rock and tell his support team handle it. Yeah. He comes out and makes like a, a, a press conference Facebook Live inside of the ClickFunnels group and explains to the entire community, yep. like the president of the United States, what's going on, what they're doing to fix it, how they're going to fix it, and the estimated time that it's going to come back up. Yep. That to me, Josh, That's that is brand. Hmm. That, is a, that is Russell's personal brand coming to the forefront and showcasing how he is a leader and how he is taking responsibility for his business. That went a long way. Now, some people, you know, they were had the pitchforks out and you're going to get that. It's 100,000 people using right, the program, right. right? So you get it. But I can tell you, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't go switch to another platform. I didn't jump ship. And this happened not once, Josh, while we were working together, but twice, and he followed the same protocol. And man, when I tell you, he, that's where he builds up his reputation and, 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 and his, his personal brand. Now, I'll give you a real life example of me. So I got into video and social media marketing probably about a good solid eight years ago. I was horrible though. When I first started, 
God, I was cringing when I saw myself on video. <laughs> so we all have to start somewhere, but I started, okay? And I would just go out there and I would put out my personal stories. I would put out where I'm hurting, where I'm doing well. And, and I did this religiously for three, four years. I get this client who just wasn't a good fit, okay? I don't want to put all the blame on him because at the time, my processes and systems inside of my business could have used a tune-up or two, okay? This particular project goes to hell in a handbasket, and he decides to – now, this guy's got a pretty big following. He decides to go to social media and do like a trash campaign. Not only does he – take it there, but he goes a step further and you could still get, you could still buy these bots to, to, to go on your social media and give you like positive or negative reviews, right? Well, he took these bots and he went across all of my social media channels and completely smeared them with oh. negative comments, oh, negative no. reviews. So <clears throat> we wake up, my wife and I wake up one morning to dozens of text messages and, 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 and Facebook messages. Hey, Henry, I just got this message on my Facebook. It looks like this person is from, I don't know, like a third world country, but they're saying that you're a fraud and that you stole money from this person. And, and my wife was getting them too. So I'm like, holy moly, like, what do I do? So I'm not the best writer. That's why I have great copywriters on my team. But my wife was a fantastic, my, and still is, is a fantastic writer. She's in the marketing space too. So she says, we need to make a statement. So we go and she puts out this statement on my behalf. And we actually do some digging on this person who did, it, who did all of this. Come to find out, he embezzled $1.2 million out of these senior citizens out of Vegas and winds up was in jail for a couple of years. It was unbelievable. Now, I knew nothing of this. Point of the story is this. I walk away from social media for the day because I said, if I read all of this nonsense, I'm going to blow my tap. I come back around seven o'clock at night and I got like 200 something messages on my Facebook feed from that statement that my wife posted on my behalf. And it was hundreds of people supporting me, hundreds. And they actually dug up the, the, the headlines of this guy and posted it, posted it in the thread and completely aired this guy out. And I, and I was like in tears reading everything because right. if I had not built up my personal brand over the past couple of years at that time, that one moment could have buried my business forever. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, part of your brand was that, and and here's the thing too, you have a business. I think the lesson here is don't be so transactional. Like it's, it's, you know, in any business that we do, you know, we're at a new place where I think it's more important than ever to be transparent uh, with our audiences, be authentic. Um, and I think be willing to be vulnerable when, um, you know, Hey, I'm a business owner. And if you work B2B, I'm a business owner, just like you. And 
I, you know, I think today, you know, folks, if you've done right by them and you'd have, you've always had that practice of being uh, authentic with them, like ugh, people will give you a lot of leeway. I know I certainly would because, yeah. uh, hey, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. None of well, us Henry, are perfect. Yeah. So what would be a great first way for people to begin engaging with you to kind of get to know your work? I know you've got a great podcast. Um, what are some, what is that? And, and maybe some of the other ways that people can get to know the brand doctor. Sure. So I'm everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you can't really get away from me once you come into my world. But uh, so my, my, my largest platform where I have the most influence is Instagram. We have 142,000 people following us over there and mm-hmm. real strong community. And the, the, the handle is at the brand DR. Um, then YouTube. I'm really trying to build up my YouTube platform this year. Our goal yeah, is Yeah, you've got some great videos. I was just yeah, on Great there. videos. It's, it's just a hard platform to grow. It's it not is, growing yeah. as fast as I want. And so I got to stay patient. But if you just type in the brand doctor on YouTube, you'll you'll come to my page and you'll see, you know, hundreds of videos of branding and personal branding and and you know, funnel design and build and so there's that. And then you you could just directly go to my website, which is unique designs with a Z at the end, not an S dot net. Mm-hmm. And there you'll find the brand doctor podcast. We're getting over sixty-five thousand downloads a month now. So it's great. I, I for all those that may be listening to this show and to may have be already listening to the podcast, thank you so much for your support. I can't thank you guys. I would never thought in a million years we'd get it to that level and uh it's growing very, very rapidly. So those are a few spots you can find me. Well, Henry Kaminsky, you are the brand doctor and you're found on the web at uniquedesignswithaz.net. And of course, you could just search for the brand doctor in your podcast player that you're listening to right now, or if you're watching this on YouTube or watching this wherever it may be, uh, again, you could just, uh, you can find, uh, you can find Henry there. Um, just search for the brand doctor, or again, all of that is linked up at uniquedesigns.net. Henry, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. 
Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.